This is the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Jay Lawrence here. I'm outside the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium for Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Carolina Panthers. So I know what everybody's thinking right now. Just how long is Drew Brees going to be out for? I'm joined by a couple Saints fans. What do you guys reckon? We hope he will return very soon, but we're also pretty happy with the backup quarterback. He did extremely well winning the last three games, but we hope to have him soon back. There we go. That's the big one big question that everyone's asking outside the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Carolina Panthers game. Back to the studio. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. There we go. That is the one big question that everybody was asking about. Who, who, sorry, who did you ask the question to outside the stadium? It sounded like Count Dracula from the it, Muppets. It, it, to be fair, he did actually, didn't he? Was he, no, was he six foot it. tall, a pasty complexion? I'm not even going to lie, he was six foot tall and he did have a pasty uh, complexion. Lovely man, though. One, Lovely man. One week away. He, Two week away. He was, uh, he was um, such a, a big Saints fan that actually he, um, he'd already bought tickets to go to uh, Miami for the Super Bowl, despite obviously uh, Saints not necessarily in there. I, I think I should introduce you, sorry, for a yeah, second. Who is this bloke? It's, it's, is this it's bloke? Jay Lawrence uh, on the Rock and Roll American Football podcast. Uh, Carter is actually uh, away this week, so joining me is Absolute Radio's uh, Andy Bush. Hello, Bush. Thank you very much. It's, it's an honour and a privilege to make my debut on this show. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, how big an NFL fan are you? Well, John, I would say I was one of the, you know, the originals back from the 80s when it was on Channel 4, and then I kind of probably stepped away from it a little bit and then was mainly football, and now my team, Everton, are so terrible that they've kind of, I feel like Everton Football Club have driven me back into the arms of NFL. And for the past few years, I've been, uh, well, I wanted to pick a team that were just as, you know, as disappointing as Everton, yes. so I'm, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. No! So I've been following the Browns, but I kind of like the fact that they've... I don't know, this is what they call it, tanking, where you tanking. destroy yourself and build yourself back up again. I like that. Well, that's what the Miami Dolphins are apparently doing this season. So there we go, so you're an Everton fan. You know who I support, by the way, in football? Do you know this? I think you might be a UA... A Liverpool fan, mate. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, well listen, that, that's the end of this, so uh, I can't, I can't <laughs> proceed any further. Yeah, cheers, appreciate that. Thanks um, a lot. Okay, so uh, let's have a little bit of a, uh, a rundown of uh, what's been happening over the last few days in the NFL. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute radio. So we'll start with the big news, uh, Bush. The Seattle Seahawks have made the headlines after celebrating a touchdown with the uh, Bye 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 dance that NSYNC made famous. Do you know this dance? I know the band. I'm not aware of the dance. NSYNC no. have uh, come back on Twitter and they approve. 10 out of 10, they I, said. Do you know what I love? 10. I think uh, modern soccer, football, can learn a lot from the celebrations in, in NFL. I've Fantastic. Thought I've thought this. But it wasn't uh, until a couple of seasons ago that they were actually allowed to do any celebrations in the first place in NFL. Well, and now they've they've jumped on it. Well, I, I, there was this weird rule about over-celebrating and I thought, come on, let's, let's do the thing. With, I mean, didn't some guy have a mobile phone stuck in the, score, in the posts? And, and oh, Michael phone. Thomas, yeah, yes. he did. Uh, Saints uh, wide receiver last season. He I like did. that. Uh, we said it on the show before, but surely both Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston are now heading to a free agency at the end of the season. Both the Titans and Bucks quarterbacks had woeful Sundays, one being benched and the other throwing five interceptions. We'll talk about uh, in a bit, as well as to MVP or not to MVP. Who's where after six weeks of the regular season? Uh, and I don't know if you saw this, uh, Butch, uh, Devlin Hodgins, uh, sorry, Devlin Hodges uh-huh. has won his first start for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he started the season at the fourth quarterback on the roster because of injuries and trades. He was uh, on the field, uh, and that is now what he's most famous for. Previously, he was most famous for winning the 2009 Junior World Duck Calling Championship. Good lads. This is actually is. him. It's not over yet. Hey. There he goes. Oh, 
Devlin, mate. Enough, Devlin. Still not over. Is and he finished? Yeah, he's finished. That won him a go- I don't know what it won him, to be honest with you. Maybe a high what, five. What a fantastic skill. I mean, you know, he's he's gone from uh, bringing animals towards him via a series of strange calls to being a quarterback. Same thing. Well, his nickname is Duck because of that. Well, that's literally it, his nickname. It's Ruan, but I like it. It's kind of love the Americans. Love Duck. the Americans. Do you have a nickname at all apart from Bush? Makes it quite easy, doesn't it? Uh, that's just Bush. Just Bush. Although I mean, my full surname is Bushenfeld, so I've had oh, all, all range of Brockensburg. Bush gonna fail, Bush in a field, you name it. My my actual nickname on Absolute Radio is just a lot easier to deal did you with. Did you get uh, Did you get bullied as a child? Uh, I feel like you, you've just come up with quite a few different nicknames there. I feel like there's there might have been a nickname or two that somebody brought up to you. You know, maybe when you're in upper school or something at high school. No, no, I just no. But you know, Bush and Felds. You know, if you got a, if you got a surname like Bushenfeld, you just have to roll with the punches. So uh, I was at uh, the, um, the the game at the weekend, actually, as, as you heard right at the start. The, yes. uh, you know, the big important question that I asked that everyone was thinking you about were the Saints game. Count Dracula. Yeah. Right um, at the start. I was at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which I've been, uh, I've not if you've been to before. Lovely stadium. Obviously, I'm hugely jealous of it and hate them a little bit because they've got it. But uh, fair play. I like the fact. Where does the the pitch comes out the floor somewhere? Don't they wheel it, it well, out, the, roll it out? Well, the thing is, I thought it was as simple as that, and then they were like, "Look at this. they did a big video. Look at what." we're doing look at, and it's like mate actually that's quite an undertaking to be honest with you they have to get like tractors on well I, I was at university in America and I remember that they would have uh, check me out uh, basketball they do basketball and then from out of the sides of the basketball pitch the um, the ice hockey frozen ice hockey pitch would come out and then join in the middle and I kind of think I'm not a big fan of basketball so I think they should have spiced it up by doing that right in the middle of one of the games that'd be good <laughs> but it's amazing what they can do these days with stadium I think it's fantastic or do they still do the thing at Tottenham Stadium where uh, and it was only it was only kind of a uh, a picture on the wall in a tube thing when they were building the thing but is it true that you they've got a bar there where you can stand in the tunnel and watch the players you can have a pint of Peroni for seven yeah. quid and then you watch the players going out onto the pitch in the tunnel bar is that still a I, thing? I did not. I don't know. I've not seen this. I'll I tell you I, what I did find weird though, and I knew that this was a thing already because I knew that they did it um, over in the states for the NFL. But the way that because um, I was uh, I was actually in the media. Oh, okay, in the media. I was, uh, I was under. You know, you know. I got a nice. Uh, night, it was actually a really nice lunch, but that's besides the point. Very well. Do you have a lanyard in that as well? I had, uh, yeah, I had a lanyard. Yeah. Well yeah, done for you. It's up. It's up on my wall. Uh, it's Good not, lad. Um, so the, the the weird thing was after the game, Carolina Panthers uh, beat beat the Bucks. Um, you go into the locker room straight afterwards. Now you don't do this in the Premier League. We know uh-huh. this. You know in American football, I knew this, but it didn't quite prepare me to going in and there being like you know fifty big men, greased up men. men, literally in their towels, and you're going <laughs> to be like, oh, hello, Mr. Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. Um, can I just have a, a quick uh, conversation? So that was a little bit bizarre. Well, we're, we're both um, glasses wearing men. Yes, I, we I would say of similar statures. I think if we were stood next to any American football player, we'd look like a different species or someone had been released from some form of a camp. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not a good comparison, is it? <laughs> it's... They should warn you about that. To be fair, I said this to a couple of mates, and they were like, "Can you just take a photo of you next to like you know whoever um, Gerald McCoy or something like a big guy?" You don't need it, and it's just like you just feel a little bit awkward. Also, if I asked for a photo with him when he's just there in his towel, I think that would have been even a bit more a bit awkward. To be honest, we've had you. this problem with you before, haven't we, Jason? Yes, exactly. want... we won't go into you. One thing I did do uh, when I was there, uh, outside the stadium before the match, was speak to a load of Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. Right. Um, on uh, a game, you know, you know how it is in radio sometimes. But sometimes you come up with a with a name for a feature, and then you need to work out how the how, how you need to work out what the feature is like afterwards. So, uh, so you, know? you start with the a good pun based name, and then afterwards fill in the details. Yes, this time the uh, the name of the game was 
Don't give a flying buck. Nice. Let's see how it went on. My name's Liam. Re Timo on the mic. Aaron. We're going to play Don't Give a Flying Buck. Are you gay? Are guys okay with that? Yeah, yeah. Good. Don't give a buck. What's going to happen is I'm going to give you some scenarios and you've got to tell me do you or don't you give a flying buck. First situation Jameis Winston doesn't get a new contract with Tampa Bay. Do you or don't you give a flying buck? Don't give a buck. Don't give a buck. Do not give a buck. Why is that? He's a buck. <laughs> because he is the biggest buck. No, because he's the opposition's best player. <laughs> Number two, Tampa Bay Buccaneers changed their name to the Tampa Bay Baby Cakes after the early 2000s one-hit wonder of the same name. Do you or don't you give a flying buck? Aww. Baby Cakes, you just don't know, know how why, why, how much I love you. I'm in here. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, let's go, let's go. I do Baby give cakes. a flying buck because that song kept the Libertines off number one. Fuming about that. Good Are you still knowledge. fuming about that? Fuming about it. Libertines are better Good than... Baby. Thank you very much. Baby Cakes, mate, keeping Libertines off number one, not happening. The franchise announces it moves to London. Do you or don't you give a flying buck? I give a flying buck. Sorry? That'd be lovely. Yeah. You'd like that? Yeah. Why, because you get to go see them every week? Yeah. Oh, you seem to got a big smile on your face when you're talking yeah. about that. Do you or don't you give a flying buck? Don't give a buck. I am not coming every week. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather sit at home, order my dominoes, watch Red Zone, happy days, lose <laughs> fucking... A bucking ton of money <laughs> betting on stuff I don't know about. Yeah. After losing the rest of the season's games with Oakland, former Bucks head coach John Gruden says he wants to return to Tampa. Do you or don't you give a flying buck? Yeah, I'd like that. You'd I'd like give that. a buck. You give a buck. I would give a buck because he's a hero. For the Bucks. Um, nah, I like I like Bruce Arians. I'm sticking with Bruce Arians. No, I'm back in Bruce. I'm back in Bruce. Hashtag back Bruce. Uh, hashtag back Bruce. Uh, Bruce 100%. Is all right, no? Bruce is alright. I think, look, we've won a couple of games. I didn't Bruce think we'd win any games this year. <laughs> and last but not least, the Pirates of the Caribbean announced a new film. Johnny Depp isn't starring in it, in it as Jack Sparrow. It is, it is instead Bucks running back Peyton Barber that gets the gig. Do you or don't you give a flying buck? I would give a buck. I would watch that. I'd give more than a buck. How much would you give? 20 bucks. 20 bucks? <laughs> 20 bucks. I would pay 40 bucks. Yeah, tw- tw- 40 bucks. I've never watched the film, but I'll tell you what, I would watch all of them to see him play Pirates of the Buccaneers. Um, Pirates of the Buccaneers. There we go. That's a new film title. Um, who would play the Kira Knightley character from the Tampa Bay uh, roster? Evans. It's got to be Evans. Sexy as f- Sexy as Buck. But sorry, excuse, excuse me. Buck. Sexy as Buck. Sorry, sorry. My apologies. <laughs> At the moment, I've got to go Godwin because he is sexy as fuck. He's God and he wins. He has got all the moves. He's sexy. Evans. Mike Evans on the back of your jersey. So you're saying that out of them all. Or Lucy Pinder. (laughs) I remember you. There you go. God bless people from the West Country on the radio and on Vox Pops. Are Having they grown up in are they definitely from the West Country. I think one of them's from the West Country. Having grown up in in Devon and Bristol, I love it. It's just the accents, great. All right, there, mate. How's it going? All right. <laughs> I love I love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, there we go. That was um, was just the, the latest of the come up with the name of a feature and then try and work out how you can sort of shoehorn it in a little bit. Don't give a flying buck. There you or, go. That's how radio is put together these days. It is, isn't it? Um, thank you very much uh, to those guys for doing that. It was a good game as well. Um, right. Uh, I figure we should uh, do to MVP or not to MVP, Bush. 
dead easy. I love the music. Well, it's because you know, to, you know, I thought like Shakespeare in that. Oh, is that what it is? You know, I, th- I thought it was in. Gonna... No wait, is that that's it? What is to be or not to be? I think that is Shakespeare. Is Shakespeare? That is the question. Yeah, there but we I, go. I'm not being thick. The music sounds like I'm waiting to pick up my local uh, Chinese or a Greek <laughs> meal. <laughs> you know, you sit in like a, a wicker kitchenette. Have you just been offered front. a half a pint? <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, I have a pint of Kingfisher and some Bombay mix or some wine. That's it. There you go. Sometimes when I when I, when I do that, the Bombay mix, I can't help but think how many other hands have been in this Bombay mix. Well, it's a very very valid point. My friend Jeff went to visit my friend uh, James. Fill in the details another yeah. time. Uh, Jeff ate Bombay mix in the hotel waiting for James. They're getting ready to go out. Ended up being ill on the holiday for three or four nights. Really? Because so, of the Bombay mix. Because of Bombay mix. Ill Bombay mix. So can just he, can he eat it now still or not? They no, can't look at the stuff. He can't look at it, can he? He literally has flashbacks. On the Bombay mix. On oh, the Bombay mix, awful. Six weeks in, um, who are the uh, players you think are, are breaking through? Because, I mean, it is a little bit early, let's face it. There's a lot of the season left to uh, left to go uh, before we can you know, really get into the whole MVP discussion. But there are still certain players who are like, man, he's, he's doing pretty well. My first person I'd like to nominate is based on a TV show that I watched. And it was, I think it's called All or Nothing or Hard Knocks or one of them. Yeah. What's the college one called? Uh, that that one you're thinking of all or nothing. All or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chase Winovich, who Chase was, Winovich was in one of the yes. was it, uh, Ohio State. Was that it? Well, was um, it? I, can, my... I, can't, I can't tell you, but he's uh, he, he was um, he's with the Patriots, isn't he? Third round pick with the Patriots on the defensive side of the ball. Can I can I do some glasses on the end of my nose? Parental googling as yeah, we speak. Yeah, that's fine. Because I want to know what. Um, let's have a look here. Let's have a look. Oh. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Chase Winovich has been um, uh, highly apl- highly applauded. He did a, he had a very good preseason. Uh, he's somebody that I think has got, goes under the radar a little bit, doesn't he? Here you go, Michigan. He was at Michigan State School. Are we saying Michigan or are we saying Michigan? I'm going to say Michigan. Michigan. Just chuck another oh, T in there strange. for a laugh. Michigan State. Yeah, they were on All or Nothing, weren't they? Yeah. All or Nothing. Uh, I remember him from the programme, mainly because he's got an amazing mane of hair. If I was ever to get into the NFL, you've got to grow your hair down to your waist. Well, that, that was it. That was another thing when I realised when I was around all these people with the towels on feeling very awkward is that a lot of them have very long hair and you feel slightly inadequate, especially when you're like me and in 10 years' time. Bush, you're doing all right. Not going to lie to you. But it's fuzzy. If I grew it, I would look like the bass player from the Jimi Hendrix experience. No one wants to see that kind of fuzz. So um, <laughs> I, 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 I think in our own little name. way, we're not going to... Uh, um, Noel Redding, I believe, was his name. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Noel Redding from the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Well, there we go. I, th- I, thought you, I thought you were just going to you know, make somebody up. But Throw that one out there. Person. Other guy I'd like to nominate for MVP is Nick Chubb from my Nick very Chubb. own Cleveland Brown. I've never seen anyone run and have so many people hanging off him like scarfs. And he just keeps powering on. He just keeps on powering. He has done so well since the second half of last season as well. And he, 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 the whole of the Browns' offence has really just been him considering OBJ's not been doing very much for the Browns' offence, has he? Yeah, he's uh, getting a lot of attention so, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he is. But Nick Chubb, he just flies through, doesn't he? He's like, I don't know, I'd love to meet Cannonball. the guy. Oh, yeah? What would you say to him? Well, I, I don't know. With whether, a towel around him. You know, sometimes you get people who are like really strong, but really thick. I can't work out whether he's like, maybe he's just like... Re- what do you the, mean really thick? Like you get, so, sometimes... Like I, stupid? Yeah, I think pe- sometimes with great strength comes great stupidity in a okay. kind of simplistic, brilliant way. Do you know what I mean? Maybe Nick Chubb is like, maybe he's not the brightest, uh, brightest spark, but yeah. man, he can run for yards with people hanging off him. Do you know what I mean? So, what, so, but really thinking about it, there's only so many jobs that that becomes, it becomes useful, really, isn't it? Yeah, like wa- water carrying, um, <laughs> you know, the, the person who shouts hot food if you're in a restaurant and they're, they're, they're walking past you in chef's clogs holding <laughs> a, a vat of 
vat of soup. That's what Nick Chubb could do. I mean, he might be a really intelligent bloke, and this is obviously bang out of order. You know that he listens to the Rock and Roll American Football podcast as well every week, Nick Chubb, just to see what we say about it. I just want to correct my statement. He seems like a very, very intellectual guy. Well, you're putting him forward for MVP as well, so you're, you're, you're patting him on the back where it counts, aren't you? So? Well, hopefully that will offset any form of beating, <laughs> yeah, beating exactly. that he dishes down. I mean, imagine, imagine Nick Chubb attacking me. I, would, I wouldn't last uh, 30 seconds. It'd be awful to but see. what was... Why would I? Okay, I'm trying to picture him attack you, really. But all I've seen is really him run. All I can think of it's is running. you actually just grabbing onto him from behind and him just powering forward. I just hold on and to you him. Wouldn't, it'd be fine. It'd be, it'd be just. It, to be fair, he'll do that in the gym every day. Why? Well, carry like, right, someone but, of my ilk. Well, no, he'll put the bush on his back. That's hey. weird. For you. <laughs> there's, there's a game for you next week, Jay. Well, what <laughs> a on the back. brilliant pun name. Looking forward to that one. Um, I'll tell you who I'll put forward. <laughs> now these ones, have, I think, have been, you know, the the kind of. Staying the obvious to an extent, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. He has been on fire. He's brilliant. I, I think that what, what's what's kind of helped maybe is that Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he's still acting like um, Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs, but maybe we're all a little bit too used to him. Well, I know he's only been in a season and a half, you know, regularly playing. But when you've had one season of excellent play and you expect that every single week, are we a little bit used to Patrick Mahomes? Maybe. I think certainly this season teams are working out how to play other teams. I think the, the Rams a little bit have been found out in terms of people yeah. know what to do with them. But uh, yeah, you never quite know what you're going to get from the Seahawks. So maybe you're right. Maybe he is MVP. Um, Christian McCaffrey as well, uh, who... Um, was excellent on the field again the other day for uh, for the Carolina Panthers at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. In fact, he was actually he didn't actually get. Uh, I think his average was something like less. Than, it was less than two yards a carry. But he, there was one particular touchdown where he made three different defenders miss, and only so many people in the uh, in the whole um, league can do that. And Christian McCaffrey is one of them. I, when I when I see maneuvers like he did, he span off someone. Yeah. I think that was a circle button. If you're playing uh, Madden on, on the PlayStation, yes, it is. So he did circle, circle, uh, and I think Duke Duke uh, top right button twice that's what he's thinking as well when he's doing it he's yeah. like you know oh, you know, so cool. in fact there was one thing that happened now I'm the, he, he, may, he managed to make the first defender miss and people are like he just, he just had him on the floor and the other guy he just slipped mate he just slipped slip. do you know what I mean I, I think like... if you're running at someone and again you know, big props to Nick Chubb don't want to get beaten up by him but uh, I think if you're running at someone you make a big lad like that fall on the floor you, you've earned it you've earned it mate what about um, somebody like Lamar Jackson as well who um, people were going at the beginning of the season saying this guy can't really throw he's just known for his his uh, running ability and he's very good at running he's proved he's very good at running but he can also throw yeah but I, I just worry for quarterbacks that have got the kind of run thing going on because mm -hmm. there's only a certain amount of plays in your career if you're going to you know, run and get and, and they've been very good this season I think we're protecting quarterbacks yep. maybe a little bit too much I think sometimes but um I imagine if you're the manager of that team, the coach or whatever, you don't want him to be running too much. You'd rather him throw the ball, I think. I, I, I agree, especially because people are going to be now assuming, well, he's going to be rushing the ball every single time because, you know, he did it so much at the tail end of last season, but yeah. he's not, not necessarily doing that. So, you know, I, I, I think Lamar Jackson, I think he's going to be the dark horse when it comes to it. But then again, this time last year, Drew Brees for the Saints was um, up there alongside Patrick Mahomes, even, you know, above him, and he sort of tailed off, unfortunately. Yes, yeah, so I feel like you have a, um, a lot of emotional investment in Drew Brees. I have, you, I, I have um, a lot of emotional investment. I think that, right, okay, so Liverpool fan, Right. Yes. Now, being a Liverpool fan, I've been I, I've been kind of lucky in the sense that there's always been that talisman there. Um, up until you know a few years ago when Steven Gerrard retired, right? So All Steven my favourite people in one room. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so Steven Gerrard, yep. to me, is like he slipped out your life. Right. Are you going to play play fair on this? I'm just. Or not? I I just feel like I'm just putting in a blocker. 
big old blocker in this Liverpool chat. Well, okay, I've not fine. come on a Liverpool well, okay, podcast. Right, what I am saying is that Steven Gerrard is to Liverpool what Drew Brees is to the Saints. He's the one that can always get them out of, uh, no matter how low they're going, no matter how many points behind they are, Drew Brees can do that. And that's how I feel about Drew Brees still. But this is not a biased podcast. <laughs> Did Drew Brees go in two-footed on an Everton left-back at any point during his career as oh, well? Oh, well, well, he was a young boy when he did that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I still, I've still got a photo of that 2004? I think it was. Like what was his name, the Scottish fella? He went in on an Everton player. Can I do another bit of end of glasses Googling? Yeah, that's fine. I, this is in no way slagging off Stephen Gerrard. Uh, well, it is a little bit. Gerrard. got a red card for that as well. This is not a, uh, a Liverpool podcast. Who said it yourself? Or an Everton podcast. I'm sure if it was, you'd be all over it. Stephen Gerrard, Gary Naismith. Gary Naismith. That's it, he went right. I mean, Ger- Gary Naismith nearly could join some form of male voice, high-pitched choir, <laughs> after that tackle by Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> be careful who you idolise, Jay, be careful who you idolise. Sorry, Stephen, I know that you're a big fan of uh, Rock and Roll American oh. Football Podcast, him and Nick. I tell you what, you're not doing very well with your uh, your celebrity bashing today, are you? S- especially Stevie Gerrard, he get a pancake involved to get me <laughs> properly sorted out. Um, right, so uh, I put this out on uh, on Twitter, by the way. We've got a Twitter account, at R&R American. Are you following Bush? Yes. Don't know if you are, at R&R American. Um, I put this out on uh, Twitter the other day. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston threw five intercept- uh, interceptions uh, in London on Sunday. Uh-huh. He was woeful, by the way, Bush. Dreadful. He was. Horrible he to was watch. terrible. Uh, so we want to know your biggest sporting failures in your life. Everything from, you know, missing open goals to, you know, sleeping through a race at school or whatever. Can you contribute at all, maybe in, in lower school or anything like that? I remember coming on as a substitute in a school football match. I believe we were in some form of a quite a prestigious semi-final. Uh, I came on in midfield... First touch of the ball, someone threw the ball to me from a throw-in, miscontrolled it with my ridiculously long, thin, weird feet that I've got. It's backspin on the ball, hit me in the nose, nosebleed, I had to go straight back off again. Are you joking? No, I had to sit on the no. side for like, a, I was getting treatment for about two or three minutes. There's nothing worse than a nosebleed if you've got a big old were conk they, like me, you know Were what they mean? rolling subs at this point, or was that, is that it? Was that your day done? No, we were a man down for a bit and then I came back on. I, you know, again, I did get the plaudits at the end, bit of a headband in the uh, <laughs> Terry Butcher sense, but uh, yeah, that was quite embarrassing in the semi-final. Why, um, you got any sporting things, uh, Jay? For me, I, I, didn't, I didn't actually participate in a lot of sport when I was younger, because wasn't wasn't any good and also a bit scared everyone was everyone was sort of good at sport you must have had a, you must have had a run around doing something you must well, have run around PE. I was in PE that's just general oh, that's climbing what, ropes well, I, can, walls, I, I, can, I can tell you the uh, the one time when I was in PE when I was in year 5 um, I purposely didn't bring any do you ever do this do you, you want to bring any um, any uh, what you know uh, what's it kit. called any kit that's it I didn't bring any kit so I was in the um, the changing rooms uh, beforehand and I was like Oh, Miss Ayer. <coughs> Miss Ayer. <laughs> I don't have my, uh, don't have my kit. Don't have my Thinking, kit. you know, easy, I'm off, it's fine. And she goes, it's all right, you can just have some of the, the spare stuff. Now, you don't want to have any of the spare stuff. You I don't remember know when that. the last time it's been washed. You don't know how old it is. Anyway, so um, I, uh, you know, I put it on or whatever. I didn't bring my boots either. And then, you know, sometimes when you have to, when you like um, double knot or you accidentally like double knot your... Your, your shoelace or whatever it is actually quite an effort to like try and like you know undo it it's a nightmare that, yeah. it's a nightmare so I had these you know football boots or whatever yeah I was in there the whole lesson couldn't undo them couldn't undo them so you were stuck with football so boots so then on. when I no because I couldn't undo, I mean I couldn't I couldn't get them on I couldn't undo them to get them on <laughs> so then they so then they go out and then literally an hour later they come back in and they're like Jay have you literally been here the whole time and this was in my period when I was in about year five or whatever I just burst out crying this is a, what, what a horrendous like, no, what, flashback there's no laughs in that is there no there isn't but no. I mean, 
I feel for you. I think every school had a kit made up of 1970s uh, nylon, would go up like a Roman candle if near a lit flame. Yeah. <laughs> 70s football kits. Uh, in fact, I, mean, I won't go into detail now, but I actually got suspended for a day at my previous job in radio for accidentally saying on air the nickname that we used to call that kit, which I won't mention on the podcast. Can you not say it? I can't say it. I was going to. I thought you were going to say that you uh, t- uh, double double footed tackled. Uh, what's his name from uh, Gary Naismith? Naismith got, got suspended for a day. No, it was just just for that. But no, I, I feel your pain. Though that sounds like quite a traumatic story. So uh, guy on Twitter says uh, big game against Ribchester Rovers, which sounds like um like a, a team that's made up. And you know, like when you watch TV or whatever, and it's like big game Ribchester Rovers, and it's yeah. like that's not a real. Not they a real sound like team. Harchester or whatever that were on the oh, uh, uh, footballers' wives. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Harchester. Is that, uh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harchester. He goes, mate, slid, slid the ball to me. Open goal. Ball hit a bobble. Skimmed off my shin. Me flat on my back in the mud. Two hundred. Wait for the two hundred ribby fans. Hey. Ribby fans are laughing and chanting Shearer. Then he follows that up with though saying, scored a hat trick and we won four one. So pulled it out of the fire. So I'm not sure if that's actually counts as embarrassing moment. Well, Hollywood at the end. I mean, he didn't get his uh, borrowed shoes stuck on him while sobbing in the PE department. <laughs> so. Fair play to him. I'm going to regret bringing that, that story up, I think, <laughs> in the future. Um, so, uh, cheers for coming on, by the way, Bush. Um, hey, no problem. Oh, I've got a couple more things uh, before I forget. Rock and roller of the week. This is what happens every now and again, all right? Uh-huh. Something in the NFL occurs that I just think needs special attention, okay? Yeah. Uh, this time around, uh, the Pope actually is winner of Rock and Roller of the Week. What's he got to do with NFL? Yeah, so he did this tweet, right? Let's face it. Was it him or was it his, uh, the Pope Mobile or whatever it is? The Pope does. The Pope Mobile, I do believe, has tweeted for him in the past. Today, this is what he says, today we give thanks to the Lord for our new hashtag saints. They walked by faith and now we invoke their intercession. Mm. Now, there's a lot of words there that I actually don't understand, but the hashtag saints, if you do that on Twitter, comes up with the fleur-de-lis, the, uh, the saints yeah. uh, little, you know... Um, uh, image or whatever yeah. the whole of New Orleans really so basically uh, this was prior to the Jacksonville game there's the Pope being all rock and roll with his feelings and then do you know what happened Saints won that's all I'm saying I'm a little bit go by that because I've asked God on a number of occasions to intervene this season with Everton and he's not done me any favours particularly against Bournemouth thanks for that God you got in touch with the Pope about any of this or no, just... I'll have a word if he can uh, if he can sort out three points and um, what's, his, what's his email address again his I'll email is pope at pope dot pope at blue yonder yes. that's what it is <laughs> uh, thank you very much to the Pope for that I appreciate that one uh, now uh, Saints are 5 and 1 happy about that uh, and we uh, finish we finish every single um, finish every single episode with uh, don't want to be an American football idiot now usually Carter uh, who's from Virginia we ask him something about America uh, right. that isn't religion anything to do with religion and anything nothing to do with uh, politics because just can't be bothered, right? No, it's not so getting he, involved he, in any of that. He's not here. And in fact, um, next week, uh, we've got the, uh, the Around the NFL guys on, uh, on the podcast. So Around the NFL, uh, massive podcast. Uh, they were over last week uh, from LA in London. I caught up with them and I asked them a question, a question that we've previously asked Carter before. Uh, let's see how well they got on. Name five things that are in a fry-up. In a fry-up? Mm. You can just do one each. Uh, fish head. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. <laughs> to fry? A fry-up. What is a fry-up? Name five things in a fry-up. Uh, are you asking what we fry? No, I'm not. Fry-up, fry-up. 
Um, I would go uh, shrimp. They <laughs> got no idea, they? Imagine, imagine living in a world where you don't know what a fry up is. What are they doing in America? What I do, do in the morning. I've, I've listened back to that obviously since, and I've and I've thought, am I making fun of them a little bit? But I kind of think like fry up, and I don't think they quite realise just how good a fry up is. Well, bearing in mind the first one said fish head, I was like, hey. Yeah. What do they have in the morning? What are you eating? Grits? Is that what they have? Well, grits? in fact, he was. I tell you what, I love a good bit of grits. Oh, you man. know, it, it, it's interesting actually because afterwards I told, I, I said to them, you know, what a fry up is and blah blah blah. And we'll hear the rest of the conversation obviously next week. Um, Carter's not here, so I'm, I'm allowed to say it. I lived in oh. New Orleans for a year. He says I go on about it too much, so okay. I lived in New Orleans. Yeah. And I said that when I was there, a lot of the people at university that I went with, um, I said to them, you know, I'll make you an English breakfast. So I made made it to, to one of the, to made it to them, and they loved it. Uh, and he said, um, the guy I spoke to uh, last week from around the NFL, Greg Rosenthal, he said, uh, you know, it's, it's, so you're, you're telling people in New Orleans how to eat breakfast. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, thinking about it, probably not the best uh, idea Hey, in the world. listen, maybe they've never had fried bread before or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Get him involved. Get can't, him on the fry can't, up. Can't get good bacon. Can't get good bacon. No, they there. put like sugar on it and stuff, don't they? The weirdos. And sausages. Can't get, can't do sausages. I don't know if they do. Do they even have sausages in America? They were big Italian ones. They didn't quite taste the same. That's um, not quite right, is it? Thank you very much, Bush. Appreciate it um, for, for sitting in this week. Uh, if you uh, haven't subscribed to the Rock and Roll American Football podcast, go and do that wherever you get your podcasts from and, you know, rate and review and all of that business. It'll do us a massive favour. Uh-huh. Uh, do this again uh, another time, Bush. That sound good? Sound good. As long as you don't bring up Steven Gerrard or Liverpool, I'm more than happy to come back on. Well, now you've said that, actually. I'd rather sit at home, order McDonald's, watch Red Zone. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.